This is True Parenting Audio, episode 66. Hey everybody, I'm Andy Smithson, and this is True Parenting Audio, the podcast where parents will find inspiration and practical parenting tips that not only change kids' behavior, but build powerful cycles of continuous growth in your family through the principles of teaching, relationship, and upgrading yourself. Thanks for joining us in this journey to be a true parent. Today we're going to be covering a topic that can be kind of tough on parents and tough on people in general. And so today we're going to be talking about four ways to help your child deal with the death of a loved one. You know, life and parenting are a huge roller coaster with ups and downs all the time. One of the toughest things we may be called upon to do as a parent is to help our children cope with serious loss or adversities in their lives that arise. It seems that no other loss is quite as significant and tough as weathering the storms that rage when someone we love passes away. However, there are a few things that we can do and remember to help us in the healing process when it does happen. Shortly after I was married, when I was about 24 years old, I experienced the crushing weight of the death of my father. Nothing had prepared me for the the wounds inflicted by my father's passing. I'd studied grief and loss in school and had a spiritual peace about death, generally speaking. But all of that understanding died with my father. Those first two to four weeks after his death brought feelings of hurt and sadness I had never experienced before. The difference in my response from my father's death compared to other minor losses in my life that I had experienced was unparalleled. Simply put, I thought I knew grief before, but I had never lost anything or anyone that I loved so much. The title of this article and podcast today is Four Ways to Help Your Child Deal with Death, but a more appropriate title might actually be Four ways to help your child heal after experiencing a death. If we regard loss, especially the kind of permanent loss we experience after we suffer the death of a loved one, as we would regard a deep wound, we may learn some things about how to help our kids heal after they've experienced the death of someone they love. As with physical wounds, emotional wounds take time and care to heal. Consider the following things when tending to your own and your children's emotional wounds. That's one of the other things that's hard about helping our children through the death of a loved one is that oftentimes we've got wounds ourselves that we're trying to to heal and, and deal with ourselves. And so these four principles also apply to how we deal with ourselves how we experience the loss and the death of of that loved one. The first step is to prepare. 
to understand some emotional first aid. Just like it's important to understand physical first aid, it's important to understand what generally happens in the normal stages of grief and loss and to prepare yourself to aid your child and yourself when necessary. The normal stages of grief and loss are denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance. The initial stage is generally one of shock. I can't believe it, or I won't believe it. The difficult part of giving emotional first aid is that oftentimes I'm also experiencing it. This is why it's really important to have supportive people around you and to prepare in a way with our relationships that we can depend on one another and on others in our lives to help with the comforting process. If you don't feel comfortable talking to friends or relatives or feel they're too too emotionally close to this situation or invested in the situation, a grief counselor may be helpful for parents to heal themselves and also to help their children deal. Number two is to bind up the wound. In first date, they teach you to keep the victim warm and as comfortable as possible when they're experiencing shock. This is good advice for our children that are experiencing emotional shock as well. Wrapping your children in a loving, supportive, and understanding environment will help them to adjust and start the healing process. Just because a child doesn't cry or says he doesn't care doesn't mean that he's not hurting. Sometimes we don't know what to do, but just gathering him up in a hug, crying together, and speaking words of understanding can be the ointment and bandage that's needed to protect against the infection of bitterness and begin the healing process. Number three is let it breathe. It's important not to smother your child or tell him or her how she should feel or react. Give them their space and and allow them to express their feelings as they will. Young children often express themselves through play, while older children often express sadness through anger or defiance. This can also be a time when a counselor can be helpful, providing a safe place to express emotions that can often seem socially inappropriate. Different people work through the stages of grief in varying orders and speeds. So give it time. A year is really not an unreasonable amount of time for a person to grieve. Number four is there may be a scar. When your child's ready, it may be helpful to take a look back at what he has experienced and learned. It can be helpful to remember the person that's died and to experience the great times they had with that person. A wonderful way to do this is to create a scrapbook of photos and stories about the person. The final stage of the grief cycle is acceptance, not absence of grief. There are often still scars. After all, the person is not physically with them anymore. The scars can act as reminders of life and love and increase our children's wisdom and compassion. When my father died, my wife and I spent the next year or so 
compiling stories and pictures from my father's whole life. We talked to family relatives as well as friends from my father's life that offered stories through email and other means that we could compile in in one book, and we were able to give that book to each of my siblings for Christmas that year. That was one of the most gratifying things for me. And when my father passed away, my wife was pregnant with our first child. And one of the hardest things for me was knowing that my son would never know my dad and his grandpa. But through compiling this book, I know that my children have a little bit of their grandpa and they can learn the stories of his life and see pictures of him and understand a little bit about who he was. Death is an inevitable piece of life. Regardless of our spiritual belief, our age, or our station in life, grief and sadness accompany death. The good thing is that we have a built-in support system called families that can help us and our children deal and heal. Parents can be the strongest facilitators of the healing process when our children are hurting. As always, thank you so much for listening. If you have any questions for me, you can go ahead and email me at andysmithson at trueparenting.net or you can connect with me on Facebook at facebook.com slash trueparenting. Come on over and check out the article associated with this podcast at Four Ways to Help Your Child Deal with Death or check out any of our other articles or podcasts. If you haven't had a chance to come Come over to the website and download your free Quick Calm Toolkit. That's a great resource for learning some ways to calm yourself when you're upset or when things are going a little rough at home. Thanks again for listening and have a great day.